0: If you like what we're doing at Star Wars in Character and at NeoZazz.com, we kindly ask that you take just a few minutes to check out our new Patreon page. Patreon is an opportunity to support the show and help us produce more specials, series, and events in the future. Check out Patreon.com slash NeoZazz to see our milestone goals for the future of the show and the network and the perks and bonuses offered at our different levels of support. We love creating content at Neozaz and love doing these shows. We have a lot more we'd like to do, and with this new Patreon page, we look forward to starting those projects very soon. To learn more, visit patreon.com/neozaz. That's patreo dot slash n-e-o-z-a-z. At first, I thought you said a whole
1: faceful. This is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe backstories, histories, and details you never knew, wanted to know, or ever need to know. Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Today we are talking about
2: Salad Marie. <laughs> Who? Salad Marie. Siot <laughs> say it different every time. Or, as we all know him by, Yak Face.
3: Yeah.
2: That's <laughs> it. That? He's matured too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh Yak Face only appears in episode six, Return of the Jedi. Jedi. Ready for this? There, there's a theme.
4: Uh. Like the okay. last
0: one?
2: Matt. <laughs> what? My name is Nauseous Chris. Nauseous? Nauseous. Why nauseous? You'll know soon. Okay. Matt, this is the worst one. I apologize. Today I am joined by Master Pile of Vomit Matt.
0: What? I'm really starting to reconsider doing this show.
3: <laughs>
2: To my right, disgorge Dave. You want know, to see the theme?
3: No, because you're yakking, like throwing uh, up. Uh,
2: oh, yeah. <laughs> to my right, what? Straight left, to the left of me. <laughs> Toss one's cookies, Tim.
3: I like that one.
2: How oh, about throwing
0: up, man? Come on.
3: I didn't even think about yeah, it. Yeah. Now that
0: actually, now you now that explained it, it's actually. Easier to take,
2: isn't it pretty darn good, Matt?
0: Uh, It's easier to take.
2: You like your massive pile of vomit, Matt?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Keep keep, keep going.
2: (laughs) I couldn't think of anything else for M. I made that one up myself.
0: (laughs) What? You didn't make the other three
2: up yourself? I looked up. I looked up the word vomit. Oh God! And and there's a bunch of synonyms that came up, and we all had good ones. (laughs) Tim took my pretzel, you fucker. Um. And then yours, I just had to make one up because of the m M&M mess of that. Anyway, the scourge Dave. Yes. Give us some facts about Yak Face. Okay. Please.
3: Selt Murray, otherwise known as Yak Face, is a Yakorian male who is a con man and a snitch.
2: Just looking a little bit.
3: Well, you, why do you say that?
2: His, like, his big, big... Mustache, face, long neck is always like looking, hovering. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's always okay. looking like he's up to good. no good.
4: Now he, he looks—he looks like a Lenny from like of mice, mice and men. He looks just like a dope, hmm. but like likes
3: rabbits. can <laughs> <laughs> get to pet the rabbits. I told you to shut up about the rabbits. <laughs>
2: That's a good Gary Sinise.
3: I do a really good Gary Sinise.
0: It's a good Gary Sinise, but I was trying to do Corey Feldman.
3: it's titanium alloy it's what they put on a space shuttle (laughs) so this is a great way to start off any backstory but not much is known about his backstory because his species in general is very secretive but what they do know about him is that he did kind of end up on the wrong side of the law doing cons and stuff like that but the major pursuit in life of every Yakorian, Chris, you're going to like this. You
4: know what? <laughs> I almost grabbed the
0: beer as a microphone. Did you just see that?
3: No, I didn't. I, okay.
0: Is that a second beer already or something? Is that why it's all messed up? Actually, yes, yeah, my second beer.
2: <laughs>
3: okay. Any Yakorian's major pursuit in life is vagina. Yes. <laughs> to propagate. It is. No, it's not. It's courting a mate. That's their whole pursuit in life because there are very few Yakorians, so and they have a very low population. So it is law in their uh, species. They're required by law to, to fuck to find a mate and father children.
2: Oh yes. my sign me the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you
3: Literally.
4: <laughs> you would be the woman. <laughs>
3: Why did you say that for him? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> can't argue with that. I thought you had a big argument you there. You can't argue with that. So he uh, d- he starts his career early as a con man and stuff like that, but he takes time off. He's got to take a little time off. He goes to a Japanese thingy. Well, no, before that even happens, okay. he's got to take the time off and he's put out to stud. Ugh. And he he's also very very old. He's hundreds of years old. He does look old. He's one of the older characters that we've talked about. Are like, you still fucking out he's, there. He, Oh, yeah. He's like Moses. <laughs> he's out Was
2: there. Moses really fuckable later in his age?
3: Well, I'm not going to say anything bad about Moses. But Moses <laughs> fathered children well into his like 70s and 80s. So this guy into his hundreds and hundreds is fathering children. He's put out to stud. He takes the time off from his career as a con man to further the Yakorian uh, race because he has to, by law.
4: It's Ponfar.
3: There, there you go. go. <laughs> See? You're bringing it all together, Tim. You're bringing peace to the fantasy world.
4: <laughs> Ponfar, Spock, and Yakface together again. <laughs> together again. Together
3: again. <laughs> We're gonna it's- fuck
0: together again. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was trying to think something Fucking in it. Now this is the bad That's part. That's just a
0: general statement for you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's not every. The bad for him is that. That's just a Tuesday. He doesn't yeah. just get to quit his job and just start procreating. He has to spend several centuries. How long? Getting- a century? Hundred years? Yes. Damn, I got that right. Just- yeah, he has to spend several centuries discussing things with his mate. He has to get to know his mate. Oh my mm.
0: God! <laughs> it feels like every first date I've been on feels like centuries.
4: He's, he's a slow talker. Let me tell you what. First, <laughs> I'm gonna button my shirt. And he's like, "What's it, what's the guy, Sam Elliott?" And then I'm gonna take my pants off.
3: That's what's for dinner.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Two centuries later, the sock comes off on the <laughs> left foot and then I shall enter you from behind.
3: <laughs> I'm just listening.
4: <laughs> Prepare yourself for the furious hurricane that is. Come away. <laughs> wow. Then, 22 seconds later, can't his- hump. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then I Can't walk. <laughs> can't walk. Just fucking do it, Carlito.
3: Shoot me in the.
0: Right, how long till someone on Facebook tells us to stop making that joke?
3: <laughs> oh my god, Tim. Wow. Alright, so he spends several centuries getting to know his mate. <laughs> and, how do you do that? Well, this, this is the courting part of it. They They travel the universe together and get to know each other. It's like the never-ending road trip. It's like family vacation without the kids. He also documents all of this stuff in written and digital types of media. Like, he he is constantly writing all of this stuff down. They have telepathy, so they don't even have to talk, but they can kind of <laughs> they just... They sit like, there and they can look at each other. Yeah, they just look at each other. <laughs> and... What <laughs> I mean, do to us do The thing,
4: like, nobody can see what I'm doing, I'm like... My fingers in my head like a telepathic.
3: I can see it, Tim. I can see it, Tim. It looks great. <laughs> so they are bump. They finally get in their bumping uglies now. But how long did it and take? And if are to-
0: two of these species, is it- that is, there's no better phrase to describe the amount of image I have than bumping uglies. And bumping uglies? Yeah.
3: It takes about 200 years to court her. Oh, my God. And cl- he cannot close the deal. Close the S- deal. Seven seconds to... <laughs> Most guys would have put that. it in immediately. This takes two hundred years. Half, yeah. yeah. whole. <laughs> <laughs> so I heard that in a long time. They spawn. They have at least. <laughs> this is the part. Da, 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 like Star Trek. The, yeah, right. This da, da, is the part da, 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 that's the worst about it. I mean, uh, apparently, from all this, they only can document that he's had only at least one child. After the hundreds of years of foreplay. Can you
2: imagine? Hold on. If you waited a thousand years to ejaculate, mm-hmm. the like, the, 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 the pressure of it, yeah, the, the amount of it. Old faithful. <laughs> I thought, first, I thought you said a whole faithful.
1: <laughs> I
2: swear to God, I did. And hit me oh,
0: my of- God.
2: That's what I just said for like a have a second. Imagine that. That's that's unfair. That's that's
3: torture. Blue, 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 blue balls. Right. Well damn. After they're done with the courtship and the procreation, he gets back to work. That's right. (laughs) And when he first gets back to work, I like the the ambiguity of the... We kind of talked about this with Zuckus and Forlum. They're working both sides of the rebellion. He's working for both the Empire and the Alliance. They're just selfish guys. And really what he becomes famous for is becoming an information broker. He sells information to both sides during the Civil War. It doesn't matter. He doesn't care about the outcome of the Civil War. He doesn't care about either side. He just wants to make some quiche. And that's he wants what to like he- a
1: quiche? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, it would be funnier if we could hear him. <laughs>
3: That's a problem
4: with just having the two
3: microphones. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the things that makes him such a great information broker is that he can get information out of anybody just by talking to him.
0: Yeah, I can he, too. It's called Ask Questions.
3: Well, but he he can get information out of people that don't necessarily want to give up the information okay. so, because he's astute at reading for people's personalities ow. and the language and stuff like that.
0: I thought t- Maybe they get uh, there's going to be some kind of telepathic thing by getting them to communicate. It opens their mind, and he can reach in there and pull out what he needs.
3: Well, it's not a it's not a telepathic thing mm-hmm. necessarily. Can, can it
0: because it'll hold my interest longer if you do it, that.
3: There is a little bit to that. He has psychic talents, and when I first started reading this, that it's almost like he has his own Jedi mind trick going on. And I'm reading this, and like. You know, like, oh, this is kind of interesting. As you continue to read it, they allude to the fact that, yes, he may have been force-sensitive. Uh, why did I bring it up? Can, can
2: he make her come? Like, just by telepathically making her come? We are beyond that now.
3: <laughs> he has fathered the children, and he is now back to work. All right. Back to school. Back to school. <laughs> so... he. He often specializes in stealing art and religious artifacts. He's like the Thomas Crown. I was
4: about to say the Thomas
3: Crown. He's the Thomas Crown of Star Wars. He's my haystack. (laughs) All I need is my haystacks, Billy. (laughs) But eventually he becomes employed, as everyone else in Star Wars does, by Jabba the Hutt. Gigolo. The gigolo? (laughs) (laughs)
4: Hand
3: trick. Give Sting. Now, he's hired to pose as just a regular denizen of Jabba's palace. But really, he has a job. Everyone there has a job. I mean, do you ever notice that we talk about all this stuff? Like, everybody there is working for Jabba in some capacity. Zeus. Um, <laughs> no, he's an information broker. It reminds me of that Seinfeld. Do you ever see the Seinfeld where they go to the party and everybody has a job? Yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> like talking about. It's like somebody's got the coat, somebody's got the music, and Jerry wants to do the music. He's like, I was going to get jiggy with it. <laughs> but he's been degraded to being the guy that makes sure no one taps on the fish glass. <laughs> That's what it's like at Jabba's Palace. Everybody has a job. And his yeah. job is, a, he's a narc. He makes sure he gains everyone's trust, and he makes sure that no one is out to get Jabba, which everyone is. Even he permits- Bubo. <laughs> that's right. He prevents a lot of these things from happening because he finds out of them, about them ahead of time. Now, the one thing that's known about him is that there's this deleted scene that there are still shots from, of him getting into a fight with Ries. Did we talk about that on the Ries episode? I
4: think we did. Yeah.
3: Now, there are still shots of this, and and even during the fight, Yak face like knocks C three PO like down to the ground and stuff like that. <laughs> Ooh, that's in the novelization, but I think he was replaced by um, who's that other guy that we did the big guy that was like the the sergeant at arms kind of thing. It'll come to hmm? me. That's uh, an episode we did. Efont Mon. Oh, that dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's in the novelization, yeah. but Efont Mon takes his place. But they did film scenes. You've seen those pictures, haven't you? Tim? Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
3: Of them fighting. Ooh, and I remember the Rees thing. Rees was one of like, the the top-of-the-line guys that was trying to kill Jabba.
4: There may be a, one of those photos in the storybook for Return of the Jedi, but it, I think the photo just looks like them talking. Yeah, I think... I, if I remember correctly, I may be just remembering.
3: There's definitely a fight, and they say it's not just him, but all these Yakorians. They're, they... They're they're are a slow burn, but when they do get mad, like look out because they're big and, and they do have a temper. Like, but- a,
2: like a sweet puppy dog though on this. Like a little sad little puppy dog. Like Sam Elliott, Roadhouse. He does not like Sam fuck he does not like Sam Elliott. <laughs> Please not eat the big white men.
3: <laughs>
4: sometimes you eat the bar, sometimes
3: it eats you. <laughs> that was beautifully delivered. Lebowski. Oh, if only everyone <laughs> could have heard it. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm- I know. I just, I just was a call, that was a callback.
1: Right.
3: <laughs> now he's on the sail barge. That's where the fight. That's where the fight happens. And at first, he was believed to have died, but actually, oh, man, come on, sleeping. He does not die. I don't think anyone actually dies on that sucker. Nope. Do you? I have don't we- at this point. I mean, like it's like. I think Jab is still alive. I think that thing. Well, he he was choked to death. I think that thing blew up with his nuts. dead body just, on it. He just fell asleep. He, he was, not was dead. sleeping. He was sleeping. I don't think anybody died on that thing. So he gets off. It doesn't say how. What's that? It doesn't say. It took two hundred years. He gets off. It took two hundred years, but he eventually. Cool. That's probably
2: why the whole thing blew up. His fucking balls blew up. <laughs> 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 two little grenades,
3: <laughs> bomb balls, or three. So he goes back to Jabba's palace, and because he's entrenched in Jabba's inner circle, he knows where Jabba keeps all of his like secret porn <laughs> yeah. secret bank accounts and financial records, and he steals all of this stuff and raids the bank accounts, gets the money, and goes into hiding. So he's no dummy. He goes on some distant unknown planet on the outer rim. He, he starts a new community and he writes his memoirs Oh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Which are found after his death. He isn't given an official death, but he does eventually pass away. Mm-hmm. And those memoirs are the key insight to the Yakorian culture and life. There the the- <laughs> <laughs> you go. So, that's, he doesn't have much of a story, but, but that's it. I mean, he's... he's it, it, a lot of these Jabba's Palace guys are starting to sound somewhat alike. Yeah, a little bit.
4: He's the, he's the opposite of Will Chamberlain. One woman, 20,000 years.
3: Yeah. <laughs> 20,000 women. That was awesome. In one week. Did you hear it, Matt, or no? <laughs> Did you hear it? That What I heard. Now, for some behind-the-scenes kind of things, they, they think that uh, Sealt Murray was not even his real name. He was called yak Face because of his appearance in the film. Now, I ask you, does he really look like a yak to you? I what can't. like a camel.
4: camel. That's camel, what yeah. I it's thought, camel. too. Cam- yeah.
3: That's exactly what I wrote down. He looks more like Joe Camel than a yak. What does a yak even look like? Doesn't a yak look more like a bantha? Like I mean, if you're going to equate it to Star Wars yeah. things.
4: Yeah. It is hairy.
3: Well, he's called he's called Yak Face. That's what they called him on the set. He wasn't called Sil- Marie till much later. Um, in fact, I think he was named Matt. Was joking about this on the last episode, but I think he was named in the West End. Okay, Inch. yeah, a face off. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. What a country.
4: On my whole planet, it takes two hundred years to ejaculate.
3: Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> he wasn't named till 1997 for the West End Games. Um, he was played by a man named Sean Crawford. You guys?
4: Man. Our blue. Our blue. Sean
3: Crawford has risen from the grave? What? <laughs> Have you met Sean Crawford? Yeah. All right. Well, this fight scene was cut from the film's final release. The other thing that's most famous about him is... The action figure, the Kenner action figure. I was yes. going to ask one of you guys, maybe you can do this while I'm talking. What are they going for now on eBay? Right, we'll look. You will look because I didn't realize this. I know I was a, a completist as a child in collecting Kenner, and that was one of the ones that I never had. I never had this figure, the original Kenner one. And I only reading this to find out why I probably never had it. It was never distributed in the United States.
4: I think you can only get it on the, the tri card, the Spanish. And French English one the ones that were in Canada and Europe.
2: There you go. Here's one on the card uh, AFO grading of eighty.
0: Hell yeah, I see it.
2: <laughs> Two thousand five hundred dollars. Seriously, that's what that that's what that one says. And there's bids on it. Three hundred twelve dollars for a yak face loose. Loose three hundred
3: twelve on the
2: on the the C nine. Just loose no no now on the card. I don't know what those
3: numbers mean. Okay, but I'm just saying on the on the card twenty five hundred dollars. Wow.
4: The figure the figure looks like something you would see in like Fraggle Rock or uh (laughs) what what was that other one? The um Dark Crystal, yeah. It looks like something you'd see in Dark Crystal.
3: Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Well, this is one of the. I'm assuming Tim said this is
0: something you'd see in Star Trek. I can't hear him.
3: This is one of the most sought after <laughs> figures in its rarity. It's, it, I mean, it's several. I, I mean, it says in in my research, several thousands of dollars. Yeah, I have the newer version, like from the, you know, whatever. I mean, it, it's. I, I only bought it because I never had the old one.
2: If you if you want the actual card back minus the freaking figure, yeah, you can. The price is now not there. <laughs> um, thirty six dollars. Just
3: for the card. Is that back. the
2: card back or is it a repo? It's a it's the try-card back oh, okay. one. I never got the ones with had to have the coin or the power of the force ones back in the day.
3: I had some of those.
2: Yeah, I, I never, never I don't know why.
0: God, here's a vintage here's one on a tri logo with a big ass. I don't even know what I guess that's a pound symbol. Big ass uh Price tag on it it ruins almost half the damn damn uh, card back, and still they're asking three hundred dollars or buy it now five hundred.
2: You no, know, it's weird. I went to a um, a museum in Sarasota a couple weeks ago. They had and one guy had his collection, and what pissed me off is seeing the actual KB. Oh my god! Like right here, the actual KB sticker is still on there. Yeah. For like a buck seventy nine. This one here says two for a dollar. Yeah, and here it is. Two for a dollar. Yeah, wow. Still vintage, you know, cards and shit like that. Ah, God damn oh, it! Where's my DeLorean? <laughs> Sorry.
0: That was funny, Tim.
3: Is that? Oh, <laughs>
0: uh, that was me. Oh, okay. That's is-
3: all oh, you got, Dave? That is all I got. Yak face. Not much of a story, but I like the uh, stuff about the courting and the mating. And I, I think that I figured you would like that.
2: I think the action figures—they like, one of the coolest ones out there. Yeah, out of, out of all of them out there, I think this one's really, really nice.
3: Well, if anyone that we know has one, they want to put up some pictures, don't put your address. If people break into your freaking house to steal this thing. Yeah, but right. uh, uh, yeah, like this is one that I know I never had, and, and now I know why. If you have one,
2: mail it to Dave. Yeah, right. Because he never had one.
3: So, I th- I kind of thought he would have a little more. But I mean, a lot of a little more backstory, but I like the uh, the foreplay stuff that was good. Well,
2: now it's time for f- 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 feedback,
0: feedback, feedback. I need to get a clip of Jimi Hendrix opening line to like Wild Thing or something with that big feedback noise as uh, the intro song. <laughs>
1: well,
0: first up, I got one from our buddy Eric Moore, who I did thank. Profusely on our Rebels episode But I don't think everyone heard that So now that we are doing regular numbered Character featured episodes again I want to take the opportunity once more to thank Eric for the Fantastic time he showed me and my wife While we are in London in September So thank you for that Eric And Eric writes in, he says Tonight's recording is the subject and the message It says, great to hear you're back to recording Tonight, what an appropriate date To return on with all the, <laughs> What with the horror of Zero the hut." Being featured. This is, of course, the one we recorded on Halloween and two episodes ago. Guessing if you have him as the first and first in the block, it'll make the other seem so much better. And it's all maybe he's as surprised as Dave was about what the uh, how that one turned out. What the what to ask him to follow up on that statement. Anyway, all the best from over here, and looking forward to a new batch, Eric. And hey, Eric is also one of our Artmore artists this year. That's always. Worth mentioning, he always he has another incredible piece. He always does really creative stuff. Guy's got a lot of talent. Favorites, uh, yeah, yeah. Got, He's always
2: inviting inviting you and 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 Dave for for a drink. Well, when you're not gonna,
0: gonna drink those beers we had. Your that's what? just too. You would <laughs> make the same noise you made when the, te- the tequila shots.
2: Are they are they like like that strong?
0: Yeah, well, it's not—it's not so much the alcohol content, although I'm sure in some cases they are. It's just that they're a really rich taste, and you don't like an alcoholic type beery taste—a strong one, do you?
2: No, no. Yeah. How's their Coke? Good. Is there a soda good over there?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's yeah,
2: <laughs> it's, it's pretty <laughs> good, it I guess. All right.
0: Um, they had Coke Life. I think they're introducing Coke Life over here, though—the one that's made with the natural sweeteners. Ooh. Um. Got another one from Bill Robinson. He is one of the many talented podcasters over at Two True Freaks. He's doing uh, Anime Freaks, Walking Dead Wednesdays, Back to the Bins. Probably a couple other ones I'm forgetting. But he writes, Hello, Swick characters. Thank you for returning with some episodes. I really like the fun you bring to Star Wars, as well as some of the interesting facts, real or unreal, and backstories as well. I was able to meet Matt and Christy at Conjure back in August and had a blast hanging out. Perhaps if Celebration comes back to Orlando, I can shake hands with Chris, Dave, and Tim. Looking forward to the Ardmore auction coming up. Wondering how high I can bid on the Star Blazers piece before my wife cuts me off. Of the bidding. Not something else, Chris. Bill Robinson.
2: He he can shake something else if he wants. But I- <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that was a weird, creepy laugh, man. But
0: for me? Yeah. No, yeah I was yeah. swallowing water as you said I that. Could, that. I don't could, see why. Oh, okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Sorry, yeah, I was actually taking a drink when you made me laugh. So, that's all I have tonight. There's a couple more for the next episode, but if you want to send us a shout out or a feedback or whatever we're calling it, I, I swear I change the name every time I do this. Go to newsas.com and click on our contact form on the bottom of the page or leave us a a message on Facebook. We'll be happy to read that too.
2: Well, at least no one is, is giving us a <clears throat> an email saying there's only, there's, uh, there's such a thing, <laughs> oh, yeah? there was such a thing, there is such a thing as too much Chris and Tim's on it. What? We got, a, we got an email or something yeah, about gonna... Pass the Popcorn. Really? Say, yeah. I love all your shows except Pass the Popcorn because there is such a thing as too much Chris dot dot
0: dot yeah. and it has Tim on it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> ah. I didn't, I don't remember writing that. <laughs> that was good <laughs> <laughs> alright well
2: that, those, those are all good thank so you very
0: much before we start trivia there's a reason I picked those two because they both had something to do with the Artmore project we are now probably I don't even know the date we're probably like three weeks ish away from the Artmore auction if you haven't checked it out yet go to the big auction dot com see what is listed we have some insanely amazing pieces this year I mean I just I I was over impressed with what we had last year and this year it's,
3: it's blown me away. They are very good. There's some that are just like unbelievable. I can't believe someone could do that. <laughs> so we'll be doing a special coverage
0: episode about it, but I did want to mention that, start plugging that, make sure everyone's aware of it. The auction will be December 7th at 6, 10 PM Eastern standard time at the big auction.com. And with that, with this trivia, not quickly coming to a close, but to a close, I had an idea. I'll run past you guys. I don't know if it's a good idea or a bad idea. If you think it's a bad idea, it, that's fine. But I thought it might be fun. Since everyone wins at the Artmore auction, the artists, the bidders, and the, uh, of course, Toys for Tots. I was thinking of having like a little bit of a, not a bet because no one will lose. Everyone will win on this. But I was wondering if you guys were interested in for the next round of trivia, we'll put up, we'll put up our pieces against each other. And for each $100, our pieces bring up that's how many points we'll start the next trivia with oh i like that okay all right i wasn't sure if you guys would like that or not i think my name
2: is kevin lyle though <laughs> right now so thought it might,
0: yeah. it might make the recording fun because if you don't know this if you're listening and you don't know this we recorded the auction our live reaction to the auction last year which i've recently listened to which is actually a really fun listen to again if you guys haven't if you guys, you Tim, Dave, and Chris haven't listened to it, I'd say listen to it again before the next one. thought it might add a little level of a little more excitement when we get to our block because we're doing all of ours in a block right in the middle of the auction. I thought that might be a nice little addition to the coverage when we record that.
2: Excellent idea. Done. Okay.
3: That's all Tim has three pieces in, right? He needs three. I'm just kidding. (laughs) And you have three? Well, I was going to say, I have, when I'm done, I think I'll have five, but I will. I only
0: have two in our Swick block, so I'll just take those two. The other three are before that because I have so many this year because last year we got screwed. I don't know if we ever told this behind-the-scenes stuff, and I'll probably talk about this a little more when we do the special coverage, but long story short, 20 pieces never came back. So I was making pieces early this year to make sure we have at least 40 like we had last year there's only two missing in action this year. So we have over 60 now. So I really didn't need to make those pieces, but since I made them, why hang on to them? They might bring in another couple bucks for toys for tots. So I will take just the two I'm putting in our block and I'll ignore the other three.
3: All right. That sounds fair. <laughs> I want you guys getting out. To you- <laughs> so Duff Mandalorian will not be in that block. Thank Good. God. It's going to get a lot of money. Yes, it is. Stupid, sexy Matt. <laughs>
2: Excellent idea. Great idea, man. Cool. Yeah, that's-
3: all right. We'll Chris. Well, Dave, is it time? It's time. It's time for Imperial Pursuit strikes back again. He- <laughs> he's got pretzel in his mouth. That's, that's, not, that's not all he has in his that's, that's right. Is it salty?
2: It pillows. It pillows.
3: All right. Chris. I hate to tell you this. I'm fucking awful. You're in last. I
2: should have got two and a half. But I did say Vader's name last. Last. Yeah, but questions.
3: your final answer was nothing. So you have a negative negative thirteen. Five points. Then Tim and Matt with negative two, and I have positive two. So we could see, oh man, on the way things go, a new leader here for the first time. Am I
2: out, Dave. You think you're not
3: out. No, I mean, it's it was only it was, time. We still got like fifteen episodes before we start over again.
0: So there's plenty of time. We're not even. That's not even halfway through this round. You're good. Don't worry about it.
2: Okay. All
3: don't right, fuck Tim. it up, but don't worry about it.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're right.
3: <laughs> your category, Tim, is weapons. 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 Um, what would you like to bet? bet. He's going to bet three. Bet. Okay. Here's your question. Not really a question, it's a challenge. Name the only film in which Leia appears, where she does not fire a weapon.
4: Empire Strikes Back. I'm trying to think. I, th- I think she shoots a blaster at the... Uh at the bunker no 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 it's Return of the Jedi because she does shoot she's fighting um, stormtroopers on Bespin and she does shoot a blaster in um, Star Wars so it is Return of the Jedi
3: that's your final answer yes that is incorrect oh I think I know the answer now you said that what do you think it is Matt Revenge of the Sith that is correct. Oh
4: yeah! Damn it! <laughs> oh my god! That's
3: good. That is a
4: good question. I was not even thinking about that.
3: <clears throat> she does not fire weapon in episode
0: three. I thought you were going to say Christmas special or the holiday special, and then when we, I don't know what triggered it, when she said that's not it, I'm like, oh, that sneaky bastard. It's been
4: good day. I'm sorry. It's a, a
3: sneaky. You're just happy because Tim lost points. <laughs> All right, Matt. All right, Dave. Are you Hello, ready? Hello, Dave. Hello, Newman. <laughs> your question is coming from the Rebels. Oh, How boy. To- ooh. Ooh, ooh. What the hell? Let's go for five. Ooh. Feeling cocky.
0: All right, here. Because I here know you I'm going to get the most points and then start the next round of trivia.
3: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> your stupid, it. sexy artistic talent. <laughs> In Return of the Jedi, during the rebel briefing, in what order do the three main speakers present? Oh wow! They kind of have to know the three, yeah. and I'm sure they do, but then you have to come up with the order.
0: Well, I know. I think Akbar introduces Maedin, so I think it's at least in that order. It goes Akbar, Maedin, but is it Mon Mothma before Akbar or? Mon Mothma after Maedin. I think she starts and ends it actually, so I'm going to say Mon Mothma, Admiral Akbar, and then Crix Maidine Final answer.
3: (coughs) That is correct. man I'm on a roll. Let's do the rest of the 15 episodes tonight. (laughs) <laughs> that puts Matt at a positive three. My God. General Nadine. Imbr- <laughs> uh, is it Madeen you- or Maydean?
0: Maydean? Maydean. With an M. With an M. I can never remember which is which
3: and when you post... Nadine, Chuck Berry song.
0: When, see, when someone posted that Maydean and Mon Mothma... Trick or treat thing. I'm like, no, it's Nadine, or is it Madeen? I will never get. It's been thirty years, and I still don't know which is which. I don't think I'll ever remember which is which for sure,
3: with 100 percent confidence. It's Madeen. Okay, Chris. Category is Han and Chewy. Five points. Woo! Are you ready? I'm ready. When Chewy starts raging, as Han is about to be put in carbon freezing. How does Han get him under control? What does he say?
2: It just has to be verbatim. Oh. You gotta take care of Leia. You gotta take care of her. Shave her (laughs) bush. Her shrub? Her her shrub. Her shrub.
3: You gotta topiary that shit? God, what? (laughs) (laughs) Is that your final answer? Final answer. Here we go. Whoa. That was that was devilish. Was that?
2: Cat Bane. Oh. Playing okay. stuff that Dave doesn't like, Tim.
3: Why are you putting this on? <laughs> Look
2: at him. Why why he's to, looking at you with pure I, evil.
3: Why do you have to bring me down? Right then. Join us next episode where we discuss catbean Bane. I quit. I'm going back to acting. was <laughs> now?
0: <laughs> All right. Should pay you as much as podcasting.
2: You got to take care of the princess
3: tells him that it's not helping him and that he has to take care of the princess 5 points for Chris is right. <laughs> wow. that 40 year old version there, I love that moment that's one of the coolest moments in the entire trilogy
2: when oh, he tells shit. him
3: that that, that's that, that tender I, I think anybody feels that way the moments between Han and Chewie when there's like a tender moment like he's always yelling at him Give him a hard time And there he like Right He like he, he, it, It's like a connection I love that moment it's, it's one of the best moments That moment And when C-3PO's head Is stuck on a battle droid Those two Always get to me Yeah that's good too And being drug on the ground
0: <laughs> Yeah When Rick lay points out The obvious Those touch me too
2: <laughs> Dave still talk I'm trying to find one for you. <laughs> Wait yeah. Yes I'm looking.
3: All right. Well, you're, uh, you're George Lucas. Back. George? Yeah. There's, there's a bunch of one it's here. Better not be George Lucas again.
2: Gary Cruz.
0: Oh, wait. Okay. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> <clears throat> the category <clears throat> California. Yeah,
2: California. The
3: California Han Solo. All right, Matt is ahead of me actually at this point. I will bet two again. How many number of
2: outfits did Han Solo wear throughout the original trilogy?
3: That's an awesome question. That I have a good s- question. All right, in. Uh, He's no good to me, did In A New Hope, he wears his uh, his normal outfit with the black vest and Stormtrooper costume. So that's two.
2: I think... Be quiet. The answer makes no sense to me. I think the answer's wrong.
3: Oh, good. I love this book. <laughs> <laughs> he, he wears the the black vest and the Stormtrooper costume. In the second one, he wears the same thing through the whole movie. So, that's three. In Return of the Jedi... Oh, no, wait. That's not true. He wears the Hoth outfit as well. So, it, it, that's four. In Return of the Jedi, he wears his regular Return of the Jedi outfit as well as...
1: <laughs> I love I'm sorry. There. You're
3: We're both... there discussing, and I'm not even finished. He, he also wears... Um, a trench coat. At one point, I don't know if that's a, if they consider that a different costume. And he also look at Dave thinking about this. Sir. He also at the end wears a a helmet when he's disguising himself as the Imperial Scout Walker dude. When he's when he's like they're fleeing into the woods. I don't know if they call that a different costume.
0: <laughs> as a side note, do you? No, I don't think we ever discussed this. It took me years to realize that was him. Oh, yeah? We're talking, like, probably in my late 20s, I'm embarrassed to say. Who did you think it was? I just thought it was another one of the... I, oh, you know what? I thought... I would take it back. I thought it was a Imperial guy, but Han was off to the side with, like, a gun to his head or something.
3: Making uh, him say it. That makes sense. Why? So, it's two and <laughs> What? New, oh, two in Empire... He, he he wears the thing that he wore at the end of Empire at the beginning but that's not a different costume this is ridiculous <laughs> I'm gonna say six
2: I have to read you another question <laughs> oh,
3: after all that yeah <laughs> yeah why
0: this doesn't give an answer it says one it
3: says
1: one. one
0: what's the question again how is it what is the wording of the question again it says I'm just curious uh, if there's something hidden there i'm not hearing
4: it, it, the thing says it says one it says the number of outfits han solos wears throughout the original trilogy
0: okay no there's nothing in there that misinterpreted okay never I didn't,
4: mind I didn't, I didn't really see the
2: like the answer to it. i read the question i'm like that's, that makes no
3: sense. Yeah, even if some of those things that I'm debating whether or not are outfits, like the helmet now, at the end. If they he said, certainly wears more than one different outfit.
0: If they said original Star Wars, maybe you could, you know, take the stormtrooper thing out of it, saying he was wearing that underneath that. But there's really no misinterpreting that question.
3: Okay, so you're giving me a new question.
2: <laughs> yeah, because after I read that, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yes, that's all right. The, the daughter's she, she heard a lot worse. Um, that's good. It's Oh, it's past 10
1: Hey, yes. She got
2: home at 10.28. Good. good. You back. Um,
0: your category is C-3PO. Uh, How many bolts does C-3PO assemble with? Well, i got to give you another question.
3: It says one. All right, I'll stick with the two.
2: C-3PO's design was inspired by what Classic robot movie.
3: Metropolis. And
2: I have, already, I have choices.
3: No, I don't need choices. Are they A? Damn it. Metropolis is not a choice.
2: Are they A? Not Metropolis. <laughs> is it B? Where Clark Kent is from. Well, actually,
3: yes. <laughs> yeah. Is it C? Krypton?
2: Yeah, what well, no Clark Kent from a travel. Smallville. Superman, Superman. Oh, Smallville's better.
3: <laughs> um, is Mad it C, C?
2: Gotham? Or is it D? Metropolis?
3: I go with D. You're correct. All right. So that puts me back ahead of Matt.
2: That's how I solo one. makes no fucking sense.
3: All right. So I have four. Matt has three. Then Tim with negative five. And Chris with negative eight. Still kind of close.
2: All right. Well, thank you very much for listening to this episode featuring Yak Face. Tune in next time we discuss the
1: Medal of Bravery. Thanks for listening to Star Wars in Character. Star Wars in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com network of podcasts. For more great podcasts and original entertainment... Please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars in-character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. Star Wars and all Star Wars universe characters, places, or Star Wars-related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in character episodes and information.